Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab and along with my co-host Kendra Petroni, we are talking with Christy Kiernan Boreal. She's a vice president of the Tunnel to Towers Foundation and the author of the Discovering Heroes book series. Tunnel to Towers is an amazing organization that supports our nation's first responders, veterans, and their families by providing these heroes and the families they leave behind with mortgage-free homes. Tunnel to Towers was founded by Frank Siller in honor of his brother, FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller, who laid down his life to save others during the September 11th terrorist attacks. Over the past 20 years, they have provided over 450 smart homes for those in need, and they've raised over $250 million to support our nation's greatest heroes. Recently, the foundation launched the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute as a way to inform future generations about the events of September 11th and the undeniable courage and bravery that was shown that day. Good morning, Christy. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the Tunnel to Towers Foundation and why this was such an important organization for you to be a part of. Well, I'm the daughter of a 9-11 first responder and a retired nurse. And after 30 years, nearly 30 years in corporate America, working across all forms of media, uh, it became very clear that the children in my family weren't learning about 9-11. So imagine this. Here's my father, one of many men who helped to rescue the last man out alive from the ruins of the World Trade Center. Oh, wow. And his own grandchildren weren't learning about 9-11 in New Jersey and New York City. Wow. (laughs) Yes. So when that happened, I decided to sidestep out of corporate America. I had written one book while I was um, an executive in marketing communications, and I decided there were two more books burning in my mind I needed to get done, and I needed to get them done quickly. So I decided to sidestep out of corporate America did that, published my two books, and the first thing I did was uh, really go meet with the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, and I sat down with the lovely and wonderful Mary Siller. She is an angel on earth. She is the older sister of Frank Siller, the chairman and CEO of the foundation. And at that time, really, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation was doing, I felt, the most 
with education uh, for 9-11. And I said, there's something for us to do together. And Mary said, I absolutely agree. She introduced me to Frank. And she said, there's definitely something for us to do together. But Christy, as I sit here and look at you and we talk, I really feel like you're supposed to be here. And I said, Mary, I have to tell you, I have never in my life felt like this before, but I feel like I'm supposed to be here. And so from that moment on, uh, I really never felt like that in my life, that everything I had done in my life really led to that moment. And a few weeks later, Mary contacted me again, and she said, I know you said you were probably going back to corporate America, but is there any way you you might be willing to help us with marketing communications? And I thought, uh, you know, honestly... I'm supposed to be there. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Can you share a little bit? You mentioned you referenced the Siller family. For those listening who might not be aware, can you talk a little bit about Frank Siller um, and Stephen, the fallen firefighter, his brother who lost his life in the line of duty on 9-11? And, and, and just what can you share about that family with us? Absolutely. So it, it's, it's an honor and a privilege to share uh, what I know about that family. They are remarkable. So... On, on 9-11, there are seven siblings in the Siller family. Steve, Stephen was the youngest, and he was young by many years. So uh, Russell was 25 years older, and he was uh, the eldest uh, uh, male in the family. And Frank was closest in age to Stephen, and he was 14 years older than Stephen. So Stephen was like this gift to the family. Mm -hmm. He was their little brother, but also like a son to them because he was orphaned by the age of 10. Their parents were much older when they had him. And his parents, the parents passed by the time Stephen was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So Stephen grew to become a firefighter. And on 9-11, he had finished the night shift uh, he was getting ready to play a round of golf with his four brothers. Uh, he has three. Bro- he had three brothers. I'm sorry, his th- three brothers. There were four males, including Stephen, going to play golf with his three brothers, um, and he has three sisters as well. But the boys were getting together, and he left the night shift at the firehouse. He worked at Squad One in Brooklyn for the FDNY. And he heard on his scanner that the towers, the towers had been hit. And he called his wife, Sally, and said, call my brothers and please let them know I'll catch up to them later. He turned his truck around. He went to get his gear at the Squad 1 firehouse, but Squad 1 had already responded to the emergency. So he gathered his gear and he drove his truck to the foot of what was called the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. And for anyone listening who who doesn't know what that tunnel connects, it connects Brooklyn to Manhattan, lower Manhattan. Right, And so Stephen got to the mouth of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, and it was closed for security reasons. So he stopped his car on the side of the road, left it there, strapped on 60 pounds of gear, and ran through the tunnel to the World, to the World Trade Center. And there were seven buildings that made up the World Trade Center. Two of them were the Twin Towers, which when he got there were on fire. So he went to the South Tower, where his company had responded, 
and he helped to rescue lives and save lives. Mm. And that's where he lost his life when the South Tower collapsed. It's just incredible, honestly. You mentioned it earlier to think that, you know, 21 years have passed since that happened. And to think that there are entire generations of kids that that who either weren't born or have no memory of those events. It's so important. I agree. It is so important that we talk about it. We talk about what happened and we never forget what those heroes did for us that day. And I want you to talk about the new program that you guys have launched, the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute. Tell us about it. Oh, so there is nothing out there like it. First off, this is the place that every educator, every parent, every grandparent, every aunt, every uncle, if you want to educate yourself, if you want to educate the children in your family, this is where you go, okay? We focus on nonfiction first-person accounts. It may surprise you to know that if you go to other bodies of work around educating people for 9-11, you will find fiction, fictional art, fictional books. We have no time for fiction when it comes to 9-11 because there are extraordinary stories. And I can tell you, I, as part of 9-11 community for 21 years, I am learning every single day I learn stories I've never heard before. So there are extraordinary stories to learn. Why on earth would people focus on fiction? So we focus on nonfiction first-person accounts. And we also are very focused on not only teaching kids our history, but teaching kids history while they're also learning an academic skill. Because we believe that that starts in kindergarten. We want to prepare kids for the future while we're teaching them their history. So that's very important. We have full comprehensive units because what I heard when I went around and I talked to educators and I tried to understand why on earth this wasn't being taught, what I heard were a lot of different reasons, none of them very good, um, but what I heard were a lot of different reasons that all of our work solves for. So some of the things we heard, it's a really complex topic. There are really young educators out there who really don't know anything about the day. And if you think about 9-11, it can just seem overwhelming, right? So some teachers are scared. So I understand that. They're scared to teach about it. They never learned about it. They don't know anything about it. So to think about trying to teach it to kids, it's scary for them. So we created these full comprehensive units. And when I say full and comprehensive, I mean we have background for instructors and educators. We even include scripted lessons, wow. right? So no, no more you have to be scared about teaching it. Anyone can pick up our units and teach them to children. Uh, we, we include a full script you can use, or if you know about the day, you don't need to use the script, but it's there if you choose to use it. We have full lessons. Uh, we have learning activities that both challenge kids uh, academically while they also reinforce learning standards. And we have um, first-person accounts about that day. So some of the curriculum units are about my trilogy of books that are nonfiction books about the telling of how those, the story of 9-11 unfolded in my family. And some of the curriculum units are, are about first-person video accounts about that day. We went out and recorded a number of videos from across the three impacted sites, people from first responders to witnesses to survivors of that day to family members who lost people they loved to hear their accounts so that children 
even adults, could see on the faces of people the emotion, could hear in their voices the emotion, could really understand what people felt like when they talked about that day and what that emotion was like for them, that really brings it to life for kids, brings it to life for anyone. And I can't even begin to tell you how many adults and kids have commented and remarked about all of the work that we've done to tell us just how emotive it is, how moved they are by it, um, how thrilled that they are that this has finally been done and been done in the right way and in a way that anybody can take this material and use it. And they're confident that it's going to be used for decades to come because that's exactly what we were trying to achieve. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. We've been talking with Christy Kiernan Boreal. She's a vice president of Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers is a nonprofit organization that supports our nation's first responders, veterans, and their families by providing these heroes and their families with mortgage-free homes. Christy is also the author of the Discovering Heroes book series. Let's get back to our conversation. Christy, I know in addition to the 9-11 Institute, the educational piece of it, there's also a mobile exhibit, uh, a tractor trailer sort of that has artifacts and guided tours. Um, is that out there? When did it launch? And tell us a little bit about that experience. Absolutely. It's out there. Uh, it's a giant 83-foot tractor trailer that opens into a museum uh, with artifacts, uh, photos of the day, and guided tours by FDNY members who responded that day, who tell you their stories and what they experienced as they walk you through this museum. It's really an incredible experience. The next two stops it's making this month are in Camden, South Carolina, and East Chester and West Nyack, New York. But we have a calendar on our website at t2t.org where you can see uh, where the mobile exhibit is going next. You can also request to have the mobile exhibit come to your community or your school. Uh, and the mobile exhibit has traveled to nearly all 50 states, and it is going to keep traveling, and it is going to stop at more and more schools. That is our goal. And in addition to the mobile exhibit, we have um, scholarships that are that are named in uh, in the name of the great patriarch of the Siller family, Russell F. Siller, who's a longtime educator for five decades. Uh, and those those scholarships will go to program recipients of the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, who are exemplary students who are preparing for college. And uh, we also have a Speakers Bureau, which is an incredible option uh, for educators to be able to line up guests for their classroom, for their cities, for their communities. Um, and it's a great way for people who are part of the 9-11 community to let us know who they are so we can contact them um, and help them to become part of our expanded community as well. Christy, how does that work if a teacher or an educator were listening right now and they wanted to use this curriculum or use these programs offered through the 9-11 Institute? How do they get in touch with you and how do they incorporate that at their schools? It's a great question. They go right to t2t.org. Our 9-11 Institute page is t2t.org slash 911 Institute. And so, for example, right there, they'll be able to see our curriculum. They click into the page and they're able to download any curriculum unit they're interested in or all of them. 
they're able to access all of our videos right there. If they're interested in the mobile exhibit, they can click and they can express an interest in it. They could tell us if they'd like to have it travel to them, um, if there's some other uh, um, interest or request that they may have. They can also go to the Speakers Bureau page and they can either request to have a speaker come to them. They can request it to be virtual. They can request it to be in person. We have a mail form that they can fill out. We also have, if somebody's part of, like I said, a 9-11 community and they'd like to become part of our Speakers Bureau and they'd like to get out to schools and be able to share their story, uh, there's a mail form for them to fill out there as well. And they just and then they'd fill that out and we'll be in contact with them shortly. You mentioned that your mom is now a retired nurse. Your father was a former lieutenant in the fire department of the city of New York's elite rescue unit. How meaningful is it for them to see you working right now and working so hard with such an extraordinary organization that gives back to those who literally put their lives on the line to save ours. Oh, it means so much. It means so much to my whole family. Um, This has really been a labor of love, and it's really been our family story. We're part of the 9-11 community, and this has really been, this is something that's important to everyone we know and everyone that that we're close to. You know, this is the organization, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is one of many organizations that formed after 9-11, but it is the preeminent 9-11 foundation. And as part of the 9-11 community, I can say that emphatically, um, it is the absolute truth. Hands down, it is the organization. We stand up for America's heroes. We stand up for all of America's heroes. And we're always the ones to stand up first for America's heroes. And that should be a great source of pride in every person in this country. There's an organization that you can turn to that's always going to stand up when other people won't be standing up, right? We are the ones that are going to be there, you know, and that that means a lot. That means a lot to my family. It means a lot to me personally and professionally. Um, and it means a lot to um, it means a lot to the entire 9/11 community as well. This is this is Stephen Siller's legacy, and it's the legacy of every first responder we lost on 9/11, and every person we lost on 9/11 because. Every person we lost died for all of us. They were innocent civilians that were attacked. They were killed and taken from us, right? That wasn't an act of war um, where military was involved. They were innocent civilians taken from us on 9-11, and we stand up for them, every one of them, all 2,977, and every person that has died since from a 9-11 illness and the 118,000 people who are part of the World Trade Center Health Program who are still dying from 9-11 illnesses. And over 72,000 of those 118,000 people have multiple 9-11 illnesses, and nobody talks about them, but we do. And it's so important to have those conversations. Christy, I want to talk a little bit about the organization. You know, they say it takes a village to raise a child. It takes an even bigger one to do what, what you are all doing your staff, your volunteers. I'm imagining your volunteers are a pretty crucial part of what makes this foundation such a success. Um, Talk about that and maybe how people can get involved if they're listening and and want to uh, get involved in some way. Oh, absolutely. So it, it never ceases to amaze me, the generosity and the kindness 
of the wonderful people across this country. It's one thing for the foundation to do what it does, but the foundation could never do what it does without the kindness and the wonderful generosity of the people across this country. We can only do what we do because people give $11 a month. If they didn't give $11 a month, we would not be able to do what we do. We would not be able to give mortgage-free homes to the fallen, uh, to the families of fallen first responders. We wouldn't be able to give mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families. We wouldn't be able to build smart homes for catastrophically injured service members and first responders. We wouldn't be able to help homeless veterans who need to be helped. We wouldn't be able to help America to never forget. We wouldn't be launching an education program that expands on education and informs people so the next generations can never forget. We wouldn't be able to do any of this without the generosity of the people across this country. And I'll tell you this, we have a signature event in New York City that over 30,000 people take part in on the last Sunday in September, right? It's the New York City 5K Run and Walk, our signature event. That one event started right after 9-11, and it has now grown into a series of over 80 events across this country that volunteers hold and manage across the country. And over eight, and, and dozens and dozens of golf events and barbecues all run by volunteers across this country. So the heart and the kindness of people in this country, it's so heartwarming. It's the foundation started, the Siller family made it happen, but all of these amazing people were inspired. And that that is incredible. That is the legacy of goodness that came from 9-11. That's what I was just going to ask you, Christy, because I, as I listen to the passion and the, and the emotion in your voice, as you talk about this, I feel as though, uh, you know, has your involvement in this organization restored your faith in humanity? Because all of this was born out of a horrific act by a group of humans. And yet here we are saying that all of us are coming together for the greater good. So has it restored your faith in humanity? It certainly has helped to restore my faith in humanity. And on a bad day, it reminds me that there's a lot of good. Yeah, and it, it does. And it does because I also remember from that day that it was goodness that outshined the evil. And it was all of us coming together to outshine that evil. Goodness won. Well, I just want to remind everyone who's listening right now, if you're an educator, you're a community leader, just simply interested in the Tunnel to Towers Institute or Christie's Discovering Heroes book series, you can go right to t2t.org slash 9-11 Institute. We'll put a link up on our website as well on magic1067.com so you can link right over, easy to find. Christy, thank you so much for the work that you continue to do with Tunnel to Towers. I'm the wife of a police officer, so this is personal for my family as well. Just knowing there are organizations like this one out there that are helping the families of not just the fallen, but those who are severely injured on the job, it's really reassuring to know that we're not alone in the struggle. So thank you for the work that you do. Oh, you're definitely not alone. And thank your husband for his service. And thank your family as well, because every family serves. That's right.
Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We so appreciate it. Yeah, this was wonderful. Thank really, you. really, really great. You're exactly what we want on the show, people who are passionate about what they're doing. And you're right, man. Divine intervention. Mm-hmm. This is where you should be. <laughs> right? It's a definite where you should be. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's been such a pleasure and an honor to be with you. Thank you to Christy Kiernan Boreal for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talk with celebrities and CEOs, but we also want to hear from your neighbors, coworkers, and friends who are quietly making an impact out in their communities. Go to magic1067.com and email us if you have someone you'd like us to feature on the show. Find us on Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. We love hearing from you and be sure to join us each and every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.